Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, text messages are coming in. Amanda's going to be checking those in a moment. Wonderful to welcome you to our daily uh, devotional time uh, with Amanda and Colin. And happy St. George's Day. Yes. Uh, St. George's Day, does that mean very much to you? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. St. George's Day, is, St. George's Day they're is... calling the patron saint of England. So, um, But I'm not English, so I don't know. You're not English as such. Nobody listening online hears English in my in the in the galleries uh, is English in that kind of sense. Oh, but we're all English. We're all British anyway. Who cares? Uh, uh, so we just want to make sure we get rid of all them dragons anyway. If you know British history or British mythical history, but welcome today to our prayer time. I want to get down to some very serious praying today. So let us pray straight away as we. Come before the Lord and we'll pick up on some important issues bit by bit. Our Heavenly Father, we come before you today and we thank you for this brand new day. We thank you, Lord, that your mercies are new every morning. We desire to enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for everything that you do for us. We thank you for these days in which we live because they are great days and momentous days. We know, Lord, that you hold the universe in your hands and that your word is in full control. And we ask, Father, that as we link with the revelation of your word by the Holy Spirit in intercession, that today we can effect great changes through our fervent praying. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen number of things that we want to pray about today. Um, there is today the, the start of various uh, vaccine trials as they're developing a vaccine. Uh, British medical officers are saying two, two things need to happen, uh, which, which would make a big difference to the coronavirus pandemic. One is if there is a vaccine that's developed to prevent people from getting it or there is effective treatment. Mm -hmm. And they were saying today, it's, it's, it's very unlikely for that to happen within a year. So why does it take so long to develop vaccines, Amanda, as, as far as you know? Well, they have to be trialed. Usually they trial them on animals, but I understand from this particular vaccine that they're testing, they're bypassing that part of the trial and going straight to humans. And they have a couple of volunteers at Oxford University that they're going to vaccinate with the virus today and tomorrow. And they're going to live in the community just as we're all living and they will monitor them. Yeah. So also there's there's trials starting from uh, Imperial College as well. And it's happening all over the world. Now, a, a, a little cause for concern. It's sometimes it's it's very difficult to separate fake news from from the truth um but i've been looking at just a few uh websites a bit of research we'll do some more but there is an ethical concern over the development of vaccines um and apparently that in developing vaccines uh, sometimes although there are alternatives available they they do use uh, elements of aborted fetuses in order to, is part of their development. Now, um, this is obviously something way outside my my discipline, my, my level of understanding. Likewise. Uh, but but 
and, and I, I certainly don't want to be bombarded with a whole load of YouTube videos and, and websites because, frankly, you can trust very, very little that is said about the coronavirus through some of the popular social media platforms. That's not being cynical, but what we need to do is to make sure that we're getting right information from the right channels, uh, and that is to do with reputable scientific websites uh, or, or websites which, if they are dealing with research, they will cite peer-reviewed uh, studies um, and with proper proper references. But the reason I'm even raising it today is because I do know that there is an element of truth in this about the development of vaccines in general. And I suspect that if that's the case, then there may be an ethical issue with some of the vaccines that are being developed for uh, against coronavirus. So it's a matter of prayer. That's what we're here for. It's a matter of prayer uh, that the ethical boards which have to pass, we understand that the trials, vaccine trials that are starting today have been through uh, ethical boards. And uh, so it's interesting how that developing a vaccine does require it to be passed by ethical boards and ethical committees, which to me flags is a little flag there because it's saying, are there ethical questions? Hmm. You wouldn't have thought there were ethical questions. Animal testing, that's an ethical question, I'm sure. Um, human testing, that's an ethical question, because what risks are, are we asking people to take to, to do this testing? Those are two ethical questions. And also the ethical question of what are the components <laughs> in, and as, which are used as part of the process for developing vaccines. Now, in the absence of clear and certain facts about some of those things, what is important today is to pray into it and ask God to show us. Um, and for God to be in charge of those things. All right. Okay. So let me pray about that. Fathers, we come before you today. We lift up to you the developments both of medical treatment, medication for coronavirus or COVID-19, and also for the development of vaccines. We understand, Lord, that there are massive ethical questions here. And we ask, Father, that there would be a real sense of conscience and, and not just a sense of pragmatism or utilitarianism saying that, all right, if we, doesn't matter how we develop a vaccine, it's going to do, it's going to do good for a lot of people. And at times like that, Father, we know that the fallen human nature, financial incentives, government and political incentives and political reasons sometimes interfere with the straight outworking of moral and ethical principles in our nations. And we ask, Father, that there would be Christian voices raised up with intelligence, with information, and with biblical understanding, and with theological acumen, and great ethical uh, um, uh, acumen. And we pray, Father, that if anything is happening that is against your will, anything that is happening that offends you, that you would cause it to be revealed and cause it to therefore be a case which we can make or, be, or, or we can be part of the process of praying in the ethical values that are necessary and protesting against the other values uh, which are against your word and the principles of your nature. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Also, there's another 
uh, uh, question of concern, and that is uh, this tracking, because there are apps, we understand that in, in China and Korea, they have these apps which are linked to your mobile phones, and what that means is that uh, you will be alerted. Say, say I'm, we're in a shop together, and somebody's on the other side who has the coronavirus or showing symptoms of it, you will be alerted, and then if you show symptoms, you will be tracked. And uh, again, you know, I, I'm certainly not one who will wildly follow conspiracy theories. Um, but you know, as 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 we, we as we know, um, there have been uh, matters of concern over security, civil liber liberties. And just imagine this: imagine this that this coronavirus is just spreading everywhere. And, and you can track uh, already where it is in the, in the different countries. We, we can go online and find out how many people have uh, been diagnosed with it and tested and diagnosed with it in, in, our, in your locality, in your borough. It's not a totally accurate, hard, hardly accurate at all, because there's very little testing going on. And uh, so, but to see the spread of this and then map it out globally, and that's fascinating and interesting, and it's important to be able to track the progress of a, of a pandemic and to track when, when the, the mortality is dropping off. And all that's important. But you imagine people who would, would really love to get a hold of all that information, to track everything about you, who you've been in touch with, who you've been in contact with, whether you've had any symptoms, whether that light cough that I had a couple of weeks ago was anything to do with coronavirus? Uh, uh, you know, we, we don't know because no testing. Uh, all right, but wouldn't it be amazing? And so this, I can imagine. You know, the researchers, uh, people who are trying to plot and plan. Uh, and when I say plot, I mean not <laughs> doing uh, uh, a kind of um, um, uh, a, a, a plot. You know, against anybody. You know, conspiracy plot, but to actually track and plot where the virus is spreading and under what conditions and which age age groups. This would be absolutely phenomenal research that would be used in due time, wouldn't be a, bring so much immediate benefit, but in due time would bring great benefit to the nations and the world. And then the next time there's some uh, um, pandemic, they, they will have learned from this. So mm. I can imagine the pressure is on uh, these people uh, to, to, to try and find some way of tracking it, which could unfortunately, in today's world of Big Brother, could unfortunately uh, track uh, more than just the spread of disease. Um, and this, this, this is fraught with difficulties. And the more uh, global governmental um, initiatives have to be these days and of course you have to have a global initiative all the nations have to cooperate and the more we the more we go down that route the more we are establishing the kind of frightful scenarios that the bible speaks about when we talk about the end times now we have to be very sane and measured in our statements that's why i'm not going to go and go on a live stream and uh, uh, do sensational 
uh, broadcasting on this, but we need to come <clears throat> to pray. Now, as I raised all of that, right, as I raised all of that, and it's kind of very much yeah. been my thought process processes this morning, let me pray. Yes. I, won't, I won't put that on you, but after that, would you pick it up? Maybe you'd yes. like to share something from our scripture readings and then some prayer. So let me let me pray about this. Father, I pray for the help of the Holy Spirit. Join with me, friends. Join with me. I pray for the help of the Holy Spirit yes. that I might be able to articulate something which is clear and sensible and spirit-led concerning our, our concerns and our fears uh, to do with um, tracking uh, of this virus and tracking of the movement of civilians and how that could be used and abused for control and for also tracking other details about our lives. For example, that we are followers of Christ and, and that's no secret, no secret at all. But how that could be used in the wrong hands of uh, in, in scenarios of persecution and prejudice um, and uh, negative behavior towards those are from um, from um, who 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 are offended by uh, negative behavior by those who are offended at the fact that we say that Jesus Christ is Lord, that He died for the sins of the world, and that He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one, no one not even the most moral atheist or even the most moral religionist will ever come to the Father but by repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. And we know that this message is going to be increasingly opposed by the enemy, not just the enemy of our souls, which is spiritual, not just in opposition to us personally, but in seeking to shut down the preaching of the gospel, to shut down the manifestation of the church in different parts of the world. So we pray, Father, that you would keep us and protect us and keep us vigilant. And we pray once again that the watchmen will be awake, both on the walls of intercession and the watchmen who, who sit on the walls of our society to uh, and in the, in, the, in the towers of influence and observation, and that they would be alert and would alert us, not just for prayer, but for godly action along all of the necessary lines. So bring these things to you, Father. Big requests, but we believe you are a big God. Amen and amen. Amen. Okay. All right. Our daily devotions today um, are from Judges 13, I think it is today. Judges 14. 13, yeah, I was right, and Jeremiah 26, Acts 17, and Mark 12. And I just want to read a couple of verses from Mark 12. Um, it's called The Great Commandment. <clears throat> and previous to that, there was a lot of argument going on about the Sadducees were arguing about the resurrection. So there were many questions being asked. In verse 28, and one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, the most important is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. 
And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than this. And the scribe said to him, you are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is love, and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength and the love one and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices and when jesus saw that he answered wisely he said to him you are not far from the kingdom of god and after that no one dared to ask him any questions and it was the verse love your neighbor as yourself that really um I was thinking and meditating on this morning because last night one of my cell texted me after her cell meeting and she was saying they had a great meeting and she was explaining how both she and one of her cell members had added to their cell family during this time of lockdown and uh, about the great contacts that are being made with friends socially on the social media um, yeah. for uh, what do we use um, oh, on our Zoom, Zoom, Zoom? Oh, Zoom yeah. And uh, it struck me, and I also know that two or three new people who have phoned in for prayer have since been added to the church and actually added to cells during this time. So it struck me this whole thing about love your neighbor. Our neighbor's not just the person who lives next door to us, though that's important, but our neighbor is many people that we interact with in work, in college, in university, at home wherever we happen to be. And this is a great time to call them up, find out how they're doing, chat to them, but share the love of Jesus. And this is what it's all about. As we love Jesus, we love our neighbor. And as we love our neighbor, we can share the love of Jesus and extend the kingdom of God, which is why we're here on earth. So wonderful work. Thank you to the cell person who phoned me last night. Very encouraging. And to all those people who are doing an amazing job through cells, male and female. I just think it's amazing that we can love our neighbor from a distance in this lockdown period. So I encourage you, keep doing it and extend the kingdom of God. Thank you. Uh, we have some prayer requests this morning. I think some of these were last night's, but prayer requests this morning. Uh, Marjorie, good morning. Perla would like to say thank you for the prayers last Monday. She is, she was the one who fell from her bed, but she's now okay, scan okay, heart okay. She's now eating. All praises to God. Amen. And we also had a, um, I'm not quite sure who that. Oh, Vanita is saying she's loving the morning devotions. We have a prayer request here. I can't quite unwrap this prayer because it's a bit confused. It says, good morning, please include. And then it's something about uh, blood pressure last night, 180. Something to do with the ambulance pickup. She came home. It's now 161. Um, it's not a very clear message, but we're praying for that person, that individual. And um, we're also praying for good morning please can you kindly pray for me my coursework is due today and my laptop 
crashed yesterday. I oh, for, dear. I feel for that person. I need a miracle, yes. Uh, we know what you mean. <laughs> the laptop needs to work now in Jesus' name. Let it work now oh, in, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for your dedication, the work, and the prayer, yes. And then I think there's a WhatsApp mess. Oh, that is WhatsApp. There is a message here. Good morning. Please lift me up in prayer. My contract job was terminated due to the virus. I'm a single mom with no source of income. Please pray that please pray that in spite of in spite of the uncertainty in the economy that God will have mercy and provide me with a job for the end of the month. Thank you. Dealy. And we're also praying for Marion Shadra this morning. She lost a dear friend yesterday to the virus, and she herself is at home being treated for an upper respiratory infection. So we're going to pray for all these this morning. Father, we come before you once again this morning with grateful hearts, Father, grateful hearts for your for your loving kindness to us, Lord God, and for how you bless us day by day, hour by hour. We depend on you, Father God. And Father, we lift up to you every person by name this morning. We think of Marion. We pray, Father God, for a healing touch in her life, Father God. And we pray, Father, for this coursework, the laptop that's not working, oh, Lord God. We just pray that you indeed would work a miracle as the... As the um, person requested that a miracle would take place in Jesus name. And for the others that we mentioned, the person who went to hospital with some symptoms of blood pressure, not quite sure of what that was all about, but father, you know who it is and you know what is needed in that person's life. So to every request that has been sent in this morning, whether they're mentioned by name or otherwise, Father, we just bring them before you because you know them individually. And we ask, Lord God, that you would intervene in their lives, especially for the single mom who needs a job. Lord God, difficult finding a job in this environment, but Father, you you are our provider and you you care for us and you care for her, Lord God, and her needs are important to you. So Father, today we ask, intervene in a miraculous way in her situation in Jesus' name. And we give you glory. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Now, before we finish today, I want, want to cover, cover two more prayer requests. Uh, there has been uh, an act of vandalism against one of our church buildings today. I won't go into any details. This is still an open live stream. I won't go into any details about that. Um, and I just think it's very important for us to pray for security. And by that, I'm, I'm not just talking about safety and security in relation to the coronavirus, but, but um, from all kinds of physical attacks that can come uh, during, during lockdown. Maybe people think that our buildings aren't being properly um, you know, monitored, or or, or, or there that the buildings are empty, and it's and they, and it's easy to to do acts of vandalism because they think it's locked down. I don't know. Also, we're in a season we've just entered into Ramadan, and that's something to be, to be praying about uh, as we pray for our Muslim friends that they will during this particular time find the supernatural work of God drawing them closer to Jesus Christ. Um, and we, we need to pray for more of that. And then we're going to pray for training because, as Amanda was saying, there are some people contacting, and this is now developing into a kind of a pattern, 
people are saying, we want to join KT. Well, they're calling in for prayer. And then when they hear who we are and what we're about, they're interested. Yeah. And also people watching uh, in other services uh, on Sundays, some of them are as far away as Belgium and Manchester. But there are also those who in London say, we want to be, we want to be linked in. We want to join what you're doing because they've seen something. And you know what? A lot of it has to do with they, their hearing about the cell vision. Uh, very few prayer requests coming to us directly because most of the prayer is being done through the pastoral team. Most of it's being done through the cell leaders meeting right across London on a daily basis through Zoom and taking care of each other. Never, ha ha well, let me put it this way, a church that is cell-based is ready for coronavirus-type tests. We're ready for those kind of trials because we, it doesn't depend on us with a single man who calls himself or herself the pastor. I am the pastor, and this is my church, and this is my congregation in my building. That is nothing to do with Christianity at all. It's how tradition has developed. But we are members, fellow members of the body of Christ. And yes, there are pastors, but there are also apostles and prophets and evangelists and Bible teachers and in the body of Christ. And that is you at your level and whatever level God has called you to be. And we want to see training take place. And uh, we're going to start that on the 1st of May training so that this, this year in 2020, even during lockdown, not even despite lockdown, but because of lockdown, we are growing, we are rising up. We are sowing our seed in a time of famine and we can within the year reap a hundredfold as Isaac did. We believe that to be a spiritual principle. So we want to pray for training and re releasing and raising up of leaders as well as praying for security and protection. Would you like to mention uh, something that's uh, coming now before I pray? Yes, we've got a prayer request just come in and for one of our congregation who's been particularly unwell. As far as this individual knows, they do not have the virus. They've been tested and were negative, but they're experiencing great um, difficulty with a viral infection, um, unable to sleep, spending the night in the bathroom, retching all night and being sick. And the GP is going to send a phlebotomist out to the home to do bloods and see what's going on and possibly maybe a hospital admission for IV fluids. Is there a name so, there? Uh, we better not use the yeah. name. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. So, so we won't mention the name, but we but we will pray. Father. Uh, we want to also pray for uh some of our members, cell members who are experiencing great uh, mental anguish, mental health yes. issues. Yes, mental health issues. Maybe tomorrow we'll focus more on mental health. And I've been doing a, a lot of work and prayer and reflection on this. So we pray, Father, for this dear person that is going through this suffering. We, yes. we take this phone, lay our hands on it as if it were the person themselves and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, Heal, be healed. We speak healing and health over your body in Jesus' name and strength and recovery and symptoms diminishing in Jesus' name. We pray for the security of our bodies, our buildings and our lives. And we know, Father, there are vandals out there. There are people who at this particular time are intent on demonstrating their anti-Christian views. And sometimes that goes in, in, in the same way as anti-Semitism is on the increase and in the same way uh, uh, is in many ways this attacks on 
Christian buildings and in Christian institutions are happening in lots and lots of different countries. And by the same token, Father, we, we, we pray against Islamophobic attacks on mosques and on Muslims. We, we're against all of this. But right now we pray, Father, that you would keep our buildings safe and keep us safe and for no Christianophobic attacks. Amen. We pray that you'd push them back, Father, and withhold them and pray that our security forces will be alert to this and also keep us and protect us by the angels of your protection. And we pray, Father, that you would stir up that spirit of leadership yes. that is on the inside of many people in our churches and in ourselves who should be rising up for yes, leadership. Lord. We pray, Father, that the church will grow during this lockdown. It will not be locked down, shut down, but anything that will be locked down and shut down will be the enemy and his activities bound while the Spirit of God is liberated Amen. and released in the lives of God's people. Fill us with your Holy Spirit, Father, we pray. And we also lift up those who are suffering from mental health conditions yes, exacerbated mm -hmm. because of the social isolation yes. that they are experiencing. Yes. Pray, Father, that they'll be in contact with those who are able to help them and counsel them. Yes. And we ask, Father, that your holy name will be honored as the body of Christ rises up to do what only it can do because we are surrendering to the God who does what only he can do. Amen and amen. Amen.